Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. What's good, everybody? Today is Sunday, October 9th, 2022. This is episode number 67 with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Checking on you today on this amazing fall day uh, started off with a, a really fun trip with the family uh, to spirit Halloween my fiance's um, oldest son is on the spectrum and he has uh, very he's really into uh, spirit Halloween and such things and so as a treat we all uh, went there for him and experienced it. he gave, whoops sorry about the, he gave a tour got all things falling all over the place here gave us a tour of the uh, Spirit Halloween and was able to attempt to scare everyone with all the contraptions. It was a lot of fun and and a really valuable experience for everyone that was involved in the trip. So uh, today, checking in the t- today on the charts, of course, uh, you know, things are <laughs> remaining the same. Uh, Bitcoin trading at uh, 19.48E. Um, at this time, which is uh, 3.30 Eastern time about, uh, everything seems to be teetering again in that red, with the exception of XRP still uh, looking pretty strong, up 3%, trading at $0.53, cents. BNB at 2.78, which is down 1.3, Solana just about even, uh, trading at $33.00. Doge six cents, Polkadot six forty eight. So the the prices are really about the same they as they have been for the last uh, several days. Uh, this is probably you know the the trend uh, very often in the bear market as we approach probably the lows. Although I think that there's a fair uh, sentiment that would conclude we are um, maybe not at the bottom and maybe there's a little more to go primarily based on what's happening in the legacy markets and you know Russia and China and Taiwan we'll see how it it pans out I still am on the side that we probably do have a little bit further to go although I wouldn't be shocked if we don't but I'm not going to be shocked if we did, if that makes sense. Um, I'm still kind of playing it from the sidelines. I just have a little capital in the game just in case we get a little jump. And, you know, I, in retrospect, you know, I put a little in in the game last week and I probably should have waited, but it's not that it's, it's you know, it's not my rent money or anything, but we just have it sort of had a little bump I thought we might have a little bear market rally a short one there but um, I didn't time it right and we've been down since then so I'm just gonna hold and see if we bounce up and if we do I think I probably will take my profit and just sideline until 
I'm uh, more confident that we trend in the in the other direction. So, uh, you know, Quant is having a nice little run. Uh, it's up 7.4 percent over the last seven days. It's up 15 percent. Like I say, I don't I don't own any Quant, but I have been following it for a long time. I just I don't have any in the game, and you know I don't anticipate buying it, but. Um, it does seem to be pretty strong uh, in this current market and everything else that I'm looking at is pretty much the same as it's been over the last several episodes uh, yeah I'm, I mean I'm down into you know the the top 100 coins and still n nothing really is is standing out uh, to me in terms of a, a an obvious pick at this point and you know I don't I don't see that that is going to change in the in the short term uh, GMX is one I've been keeping my eye on that's been up 15% in the last seven days which is nice it's trading at 45 GMX did uh, excuse me GMX did go up to $60 on its Binance listing, and then, as usual, the, as these things happen, it did come down. But I'm, I'm pretty bullish on GMX in the long run. I do think that it has some strength, and there are a lot of people talking about it in the crypto world. I know a lot of people are using that exchange as well. Um, I've used it. It is smooth. I've used it on the Arbitrum ne Network, and I have not tried it on Avalanche. In my experience, uh, definitely Arbitrum is faster than Avalanche. Avalanche seemed a lot faster and a lot cheaper than Ethereum when I tried it, when I used it frequently, you know, at the end of last year, beginning of this year. But I, I am very bullish on Arbitrum in the long run. You know, I have been following it for its potential airdrop, which is not promised, of course, but there's pl there are plenty of tasks, there's plenty of opportunity for you to get in on that airdrop I would encourage you to Google Arbitrum Odyssey uh, you can join the discord and look for the task to do I think I've probably done maybe I don't know I want to say 10 or so of the tasks I missed some of the early tasks it started in the summer um, and you could get like to bridge the funds over I missed that opportunity but really all you have to do honestly is to buy the NFT. I'm, I'm clicking, I'm in Discord and checking in the Arbitrum uh, Discord. So let's see where we are. Here's the Odyssey frequently asked questions. Okay. So if, you, if you're interested in, in, you know, completing those tasks, go ahead and hop in the, the Arbitrum uh, Discord. There's plenty of information in regards to the airdrop. At, at least I can't say that the task that many believe will lead you to the best position to get an airdrop if it happens. I think it's pretty safe to assume that it's going to happen, but once again, there is no guarantee. I went ahead and bought my bridge NFT um, on an NFT market. I think I might've spent $8 on it, something like it, was, it wasn't expensive. There's plenty of those left for you to grab in order to to be a part of that so in the eight week long arbitrum initiative so week one that's the the bridging one 
yield and uh, GMX, a board exchange, and two, two fun FT, um, Uniswap and Apex, one inch in Azumi or Yin Finance. So all of these things are easy, really easy to do, and they don't cost hardly any money at all. I mean, you can get through, and they, they ask you to hold on a lot of them, like 0 0.01 of a token in order to get the airdrop. Okay, once again, presume to get the airdrop. So to me, uh, it seems worth it to do. So I got sidetracked on what I was talking about there. I started on GMX. Uh, the other tokens in that aren't in the top 100 that I'm looking at, you know, Moonbeam, I don't know if I've talked about that before. I'm, I think that that has an interesting uh, parachain on Polkadot. It's trading at 49 cents. It's up 3% over the last seven days. Uh, what else are we looking at in that top? Um, Optimism, you know, that, that token's trading at 83 cents. That airdrop was available if you were participating back in the spring. I think that I had got maybe, I want to say about 1400 optimism tokens and I split those optimism optimism token and I'm all then I'm farming uh, velo which is velodrome tokens which is a, uh, a solid a sol solidly fork on optimism to earn some yield there and we'll see how that goes down the road but I, I haven't sold any Optimist. Well, I, that's not true. I swapped some optimism for Velo to, so that I could um, farm on Velo. So, and at the time I was doing it, it was like a thousand percent APR. It's way down from there, but it was an easy way to get in early on some of those tokens. Um, I am. I do think uh, pretty big things of Ergo, which is 189 market market cap. It's only trading at two dollars and sixty one cents, but it is up eleven percent in the last seven days. And rounding out that uh, top 200, there isn't much that I'm interested in or have been keeping a close eye on. But, you know, what's crazy is when you get to the third page on CoinGecko, now these are 100 million market cap tokens, which, you know, that's a lot of money. However, um, given that in the height of the bull run, I mean, you were several pages down in coin market cap before you were looking at the hundred million dollar uh, tokens which is is just crazy if you're paying attention to it uh, looks rare is only 21 cents an nft platform that seems like a pretty good deal you can if you i got a small airdrop for looks back way back when it launched and i've just kept stake those on their platform and you receive a little bit of wrapped eth and looks as you're staking not much but I mean hey it was free money Metis is another strong token that's only trading at $25 that market caps at 111 million uh, what else is coin trading at 16 cents what else is looking uh, I don't think Vulcan Forge PYR um, that had a nice run during the gaming I don't know bonanza narrative if you will the uh, the blockchain gaming that was pumped pretty hard and let's see it's trading at four dollars let's go across the max for a look at that and they had a hack or some sort which caused a lot of FUD but I mean that that token was trading up 
upwards of $40 uh, just at the end of last year. So, I mean, maybe a good opportunity to look into that token as well. Uh, Akala, as I talked about the other day, 17 cents. That one's way down, but also a good project, I think. And uh, what else? The top uh, pocket network has really taken a, a thumping. That's trading at six cents. And that's about the, the interest for me in the top 300 minus radium, which is a DEX on Solana, which I think Solana is going to come out of this strong, even though it's had its own problems. Uh, it, the, the radium, the, the DEX on Solana is trading at 55 cents. If you look back across the timeline, that was trading as high as $12. Its all-time high was $16. So if, if that DEX is able to survive and Solana continues to come through strong, that might be a, a heck of a bargain to, to get your hands on, not financial advice, of course. So those are, those are the, the markets as they can sort of shake out at this point. Uh, some of the other tokens I've talked about in the past, I think one of my first episodes I talked about uh, G Protocol, which I'm still waiting for um, some news on that one. That that token is here we go. Click on it is allegedly uh, connected to uh, Elon Musk's uh, rockets uh, missions, their SpaceX missions with some space advertising and some space oracles. So, which is interesting. It's it's trading at uh, a penny, almost two cents, which is to me really an insane price. If there is even a smidge, a smidge of truth of it, because when we had that November run, I mean that token ran all the way up to uh, seventy-five cents, I believe, seventy seventy-seven cents. I mean, easily, I think it could hit that if some news comes out that it's connected to some official news that it's connected to Elon and the and his SpaceX. I mean, I think that thing would rocket, rocket. So, you know, I may consider adding a little more of that token. Um, it, it is super cheap. Uh, the, the supply, the total supply is a billion. So who knows where that could go. But And the, the other associated coins with it, uh, Beta and Kappa, I think they're probably, they're trading pretty low as well. Let's take a look at it, Beta. Beta is trading at $63. Um, let's see, what about Kappa? Kappa is trading at $5, which is pretty darn cheap. And Gamma is probably about the same, I would guess, $581. So, you know, those tokens, super low supply, $80,000 for Gamma and Kappa, I think also for Beta as well so maybe there's an opportunity there but probably just degenerate gambling if we're being honest all right so that's been today's episode with crypto chat with chapo just checking in on a few projects doing an overall look at the market i hope that you guys have an incredible day uh, be in the present moment i'm gonna log off here and uh, spend some time um, just 
being with the family and being in the present moment. Have an incredible day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.